0: Shut up and sit
1: down. Welcome to the Absolute Worst Podcast. I'm Allison Royer and I'm Dana Powell. Each week in our show, we seek and give free therapy by telling you our problems, asking you to tell us your problems, and then we just Pray to God that any of it works out. We're basically the opposite of Oprah. (laughs) However, what? I feel that we are one step closer to getting Oprah on this show.
0: I completely disagree with you.
1: (laughs) Because last week we had another very A list celebrity. Cindy Walsh was on our show. (laughs) It was incredible. It
0: was very exciting. I think people were excited to hear what she had to say. Of
1: course. And
0: I don't think she disappoints.
1: No, she did not. No. Did she? No. I was blown away. She was awesome. She was awesome. Now, have you missed me? Because I've been in Chicago for for a while. A
0: significant amount of time. Yeah. Was that good Did you see that I posted how you go dark? Yeah, I did. And then you come back and you're like, I'm back, bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, when I go home, I go home. I don't want to talk to anybody. Mm -mm. We have some feedback I wanted to, like, it's been a while since I've seen you. So we have a lot to catch up on. Sure. This is going back a couple episodes. So don't be upset. But we had episode 12. It was called Love and Other Diseases. Do you Uh remember that one? Uh So there was a woman who talked about being a pushover, and you identified with her a lot. She was Uh our UK listener, remember? Because In in case you're just joining us, um, Dana and I are desperate to go on an international tour. Yeah, we
0: want to go to the UK. So we were really shout out to our UK listeners. What? what? Shout out to our Ireland listeners. What? what? Shout out to our Australian listeners. Oh yeah, I forgot
1: we have Australian fans. Yes, there's like one person. We want to go see you guys. (laughs) We do. So this is what she says. Thank you so much for reading out my problem on your recent podcast. It may excite you further that even though I live in the UK, I am actually Irish. So I both my Irish and UK friends obsessed with your podcast.
0: Awesome! I know.
1: So uh, she says, so to give you an example of how I am such a pushover, the biggest thing I have an issue saying no to is minding my nieces for my brother. I find it hard as they are my family, but I recently got myself into a situation where I am minding my three nieces plus my own two daughters. Yes, that is right. Five fucking kids under the age of four. I feel reassured that people in the UK swear as much as I do. So thank you for that for the next month, every weekday, all day long. This was what prompted me to email you guys in the first place. So you'll be happy to know that literally just I also love the word. Literally this girl's my spirit animal. Just after listening to the podcast, I was asked to extend this situation and I said, no, I told them that I love my nieces, but literally if I mind them one more day, I will lose my mind. You guys gave Really good advice, what? Nice. Uh, And Dana in particular Hit the nail on the head for so many things As I too was an overweight child And teenager oh my god Dana you nailed it Mm -hmm. And did find it harder to make Friends so when I did get some I was Desperate to hold on to them yeah we lose Our voices yeah I also do think You are right I am not taking ownership of How I feel and I need to stick up for myself I also will be taking your advice On taking up something that makes me happy I'm going to buy a puppy And plan on bringing him For lots of walks and my two girls are Super excited about getting the new puppy, which we will call Elsa, she says. Aww. So thank you very much. Your advice really helped me. And in my opinion, you guys are better than Oprah. Blasphemy! I don't even know how to respond to that. I like it. Because you are real and give Aww. amazing practical advice. That's great. I want you to know that I... Now, we've already established that almost anything will make me cry. So I don't know if this is the kind of compliment that holds as much weight as I want it to. But I definitely cried when I read that email. Wow. It did something for me. I know that you don't have, like, you're not, like, in touch with your emotions or anything, but I thought it was really,
0: really Hold on. Yes,
1: I am. Are you, though? You said you didn't cry for, like, three years. Yeah, because I stuffed
0: it down. Right.
1: So then how can you tell me that you're in touch with your emotions? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay. So I would say, if any of it, Yes? (sighs) (sighs) I just have to say something. (laughs) So Dana... If you ever eat... Okay, let me just start at the beginning.
0: Everyone knows. On
1: this podcast, we ask for your questions. We (laughs) ask for crazy things that have happened to you, which I have chosen to call absolute yours. We also always want to hear your feedback and anything in general that you ever want to tell us. Now... (laughs) It has been previously noted that Dana is not allowed to read our emails, because right. what happens which is... Which is why
0: everyone says, Dear Allison, like it's your show. It is my show, no. because you
1: have been forbidden from reading our emails, because <laughs> what happens is she reads them, and then when I bring them onto the show to read them <laughs> so other people know what's happening, she stops recording, screams at me, and says, We already did that before. Why are you reading oh it? Which God, is what that's she exactly just did the opposite of what from just our happened. UK friend, <laughs> who we definitely haven't done it before, but
0: Dana you read the email that we did because I even responded to her because you read the email which <laughs> you're not supposed to do I can't help it you can't help it stop
1: it and I every time that you've thought we've done something before we literally never have so do you admit in this moment that I'm always right and you're always wrong
0: no I okay. think that someday is the day that you're gonna be wrong and mm-hmm. I'm going to shake my head with them, my arms crossed, and then I'm going to uncross them. You're going to be waiting, be waiting a long time. fulls of crow. Why do they say that? Eating crow. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. We have I to look, look, it look it up. We're going to look it up. I'm surprised I even knew to say it. I'm okay. surprised <laughs> I didn't I gonna say, I'm going to make you eat your own hot okay. dogs. relax. Because we're bad with saying. This
1: is another... Um, response that we got which Dana if you've heard it it's probably because you read it
0: which is <laughs> I not don't allowed Very often. okay well hopefully you
1: haven't read this one either I we got a lot of comments about this this is the girl whose tongue is dead Also episode 12, Love and Other Diseases. So Dana and I had a lot of questions about this girl because like there's many things if you have a dead tongue that potentially you can't do. And I also want it to be noted that someone has since emailed out to us like a doctor's name and I sent it to this girl. So we're pretty convinced that we can fix her somehow, but uh, help her. I I don't know. But a lot of people have sent their like positive thoughts her way but she got back to us after her episode aired she said hey allison see what i mean it's <laughs> really uncool <laughs> thanks for sharing my story on your podcast oh my go- people no I, I, it's oh. okay oh okay. no you don't have to um, she didn't really say that no she did but yeah, you no don't have to see. include Dana because people know that you're not allowed to read the emails no but i just started this whole thing doesn't matter and you ignored me for weeks yeah it's true <gasps> I wanted to let you know that I am not going to share a picture because we asked for a picture US, of the And I said that was inappropriate. <laughs> she says no. Good for her. I'm currently pregnant. Oh, congratulations. <gasps> and the inside of my mouth looks like a damn war zone. Oh, boy. My tongue is bleeding and my oh gums are lady. bleeding. It's just a hot mess. But to answer your question regarding what it looks like, it basically looks like clumpy cottage cheese. But in the midst of the cottage cheese, there are small rings of what a normal tongue looks like. Oh my god Mm. Those are the areas Where the death Has fallen off One of the parts That fell off Turned into a huge bubble It's fucking killing me Mm. I was told I should give birth And then have all The death lasered off I'm not sure How likely it is That I'm going to Go through with that Because they basically Said it would grow back Or maybe not I need to think About this one Because if it's If the biopsies Because the biopsies Kicked my ass I can only imagine How this would feel Mm -hmm. Then to have it All grow back It's hard to be optimistic And the pain suck so it's really difficult to just be on board with these suggestions I think your other questions were am I married yes my husband has been very supportive through this wonderful I have one child and one on the way as for the kissing and blowjobs yes it's very (laughs) it's very difficult to even talk most of the time let alone make out or give blowjobs oh it's also it's always felt a little odd in the back in the sack But my husband is a saint And tells me not to worry about it I've been with him for 15 years So I think it's safe to believe He's not going to leave me At he least for enough. this anyway She says <laughs> I'm sure you guys Aww. Don't expect replies To your questions And I don't expect you To put this on your podcast We did But this has been a part Of my life for so long I'm not really afraid To talk about it People always have questions So I answer If anything ever changes I'll let you know Let Dana know No hard feelings About the cancer oh, talk god
0: I felt so bad You made it worse Than it was <laughs> So far,
1: we're okay. Thanks again for sharing. I look forward to your future podcast.
0: I love her. I love... And I love husband. I love husband, husband,
1: too. Yeah, he's amazing. I mean, these might be too. I mean, I don't like to pick favorites because you're all my children, like RuPaul says. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... I mean, those are two of my favorite people that we've ever...
0: And we I love... I really, really hope that she gets some help. Oh my and God, just, me too. It just feels so unfair for anybody And so many to... people
1: have shared stories with me. So apparently, there's this restaurant in Chicago called Alinea, which mm-hmm. I know about because I'm a foodie and I'm from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it's often, much like Providence here in Los Angeles, named like the number one restaurant in Chicago. Well, apparently... The sh- The head chef there, which I don't remember his name because I'm a terrible person, um had tongue cancer, <gasps> and they were going to remove his tongue, but he's like this world renowned chef. And he was like, "No, and he needs to taste, but he found another solution. And apparently he was on Oprah, of course, because uh-huh. that's where all the world solutions what are did he do. I don't remember, but I told Allison, her about
0: what the most important part of the
1: story. <laughs> I know, but it's like available to the world so people can go find <laughs> out. You're like, I'm gonna just gonna give you a teaser trailer. <laughs> and you go, look it up. Dana, I'm super busy. I'm going through emails quick enough so that you can't read them. So I've got a lot going on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Oh, I forgot about this one. This is a good one. Also from Love and Other Diseases. Okay. In that episode, there was a girl who was questioning. And I have to say, we've gotten a lot. We've gotten similar questions to this, which we haven't read yet. So we'll probably revisit it. Um, but she was thinking about relocating for her boyfriend. Oh, right. And I said, I don't think you like him. Right. And then we also, in all fairness, said, if you're hearing this and I say you don't like him and you're getting upset, then maybe you do. Maybe. Yeah. So she wrote back. Oh, she's not happy. Oh, now, I know that you can't read tone in email, but I'm just going to insert what I think her tone is. That seems unfair. <laughs> just
0: like you inserted what my tone was. Yeah. when You said that. Okay, I okay, I do you want to read? Do you want to read it so that I don't include? Tone? I think I should read yeah. it. OK. OK, give it to me. OK,
1: then just read the top thing. I know you're going to don't fuck this up. Okay, go.
0: Yeah, I definitely love him and think you're wrong about not liking him. Oh, see, my tone was angrier than that. I just more was worried about taking a huge salary cut. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe you assumed I didn't love him because I'm asking for advice from the opposite of Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) But good point with shit or get off the pot. Choose to hoping you're wrong. Cheers. She put little cheers glasses, and then a kiss and a hug. She's not mad. She's not mad, but she's mad. No, she's not. She's sorry, not. But she. I think it's good though. Even if we were wrong, yeah, it's good for her to hear that, so she can go. No, I definitely know I love him. And if you definitely know you love him, you know
1: you're gonna find a way. Go
0: be with him. Right. Who cares about a cut in salary? You're
1: together. Right. Yeah. Now she's gonna send another one and be like, "Fuck you, bitch,
0: Allison." What? No, she's gonna oh. say. It. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, love and other diseases got a lot of feed. people had things to talk about. I like we it. love hearing back from you, by the way. It's yes. my favorite thing, even if I think you're mad at me. Yeah. Okay, this is actually from episode thirteen, absolute worst therapy part two. Oh, okay. Oh, this was the guy who was dating a twin, and then up ended up sleeping with the other twin. <gasps> the, yes. Yeah. Yes. So he he was dating this guy. It was like Dean and Don, yeah. So yeah, it says Dean and Don. Maybe you're thinking Jan and Dean, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so he was sleeping with one of the twins, identical twins, yes. And then stopped and went and slept the other one, right? And we and the were brothers. Don't get along. That is correct, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So he says, "Hello, ladies. Thanks for giving me advice on twincest." <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: After listening, I think I should have included some pertaining details. Always, thank you. That's what you get when you email us. That's which is good. I yeah. like when you email us because then I can ask you questions and you can send in. A, not that you can't send more information through the website, you totally can, but sometimes I have initial questions before I even read your thing in the podcast. But what's up? Whatever. Like everybody do your thing. It's all good. Okay focus Uh, Don my ex Found out about my affair With Dean His twin Because all three of us Use the same dating app That gives the distance Between users Fucking technology Don saw Dean and I In the same location And knew <gasps> mm-hmm. Wait,
0: it shows where you are. Yeah, all apparently. Time. Yeah. No,
1: I, I know. I like that. He messaged me, and I didn't lie. He flipped out. They had always had a completely competitive, rocky relationship. See, yeah. Don told their family about the betrayal. He destroyed some of Dean's property. He called me some explicit and specific names. Even if things were perfect with Dean, a big family wedding would never happen. After listening to your advice, I took a step back and really thought about everything. I think I agree with Dana. Whoa! The taboo, salacious nature of being with Dean was the thrill. Yeah. If I'm going to be honest, I loved Don, but not Dean. The breakup was ugly. Dean was a weird way to move on. Dean has decided to go on a spiritual journey, hiking for the next six months. He should go hang out with that outdoors girl. Mm. Not because of our affair directly, but his own choices and patterns. I won't be in contact with him for a while. Thanks for giving me advice in a moment of clarity. Just hearing things from a different perspective really helped. Holy fucking shit, Dana. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but but more than one of those, and then one definitely not, said that we helped them.
0: Yeah, but even the one we didn't help, I think we still made her look at it. Yeah. Say, she said yes, we helped her by him. giving her terrible advice and her realizing that we were wrong. wrong. Yeah. And, and so I would say back to that, you know, like I said, didn't move, man. Who cares about the money? Just move. Right. Anyway, so I think we helped everyone. I think we did too.
1: <laughs> I really think we did. And that's why we love getting your feedback is so... We, we know can prove to we're... Oprah that
0: we're actually oh, doing a great job. Uh, I continue to not be too concerned about Oprah. What? How fucking dare. I don't think she's ever going to pay attention to Dina, us, that's but I not can still true. look up to
1: her. I look
0: up to her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um... I meant to say this too. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we've gotten messages through there as well, through right. social media. So mm-hmm. don't ma- doesn't matter how you get us a message, we're gonna find it. It's not yeah. like we're too busy. Believe no. me. It's not gonna get lost in the shuffle. Right. Don't worry.
0: Yeah. If anything, Dana will actually. If anything, we'll read it. it multiple times. And i <laughs> think Dana, I've never done and that. that. And, I'll, and I'll think that we already talked about <laughs> it. <laughs> so <laughs> seeing as we're
1: on sort of a roll in like fixing everybody's lives, I yeah. want to just to start. I'm just gonna roll right into it with another question
0: oh really Okay, yeah. cool. oh yeah
1: i'm ready to fucking rock can here. i tell
0: you one uh well no that's okay what well i was gonna maybe i can talk about it in absolute interest. what I something was gonna, that happened to you yeah yeah is
1: it a question
0: no huh? okay then yeah welcome to our show dana
1: we I know we have a we format have a structure. there's
0: i always say to people i know it sounds like there's it's just chaos but we actually do, we do have, have structure,
1: structure. <laughs> it's true okay this girl says hi girls first of all I want to say that I love your podcast. (gasps) Thank Thank you. you. And listen to it on my commute to and from work. It makes the time go so fast. Awesome. So thank you. Secondly, I am from Dana's hometown. Of Springfield, Springfield. Missouri. And she put all caps, and it's not a small town. I it's didn't say not. it was small, bitch. I said it was a deep south. Don't okay. call her a bitch. Sorry. Come on.
0: But There's like 200,000 people there. Have I called it
1: small? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. No. And you say it's the You're deep right. south. It is the deep south. But seriously, I always thought everything about Springfield was normal until I hear you talking about it. And then some of our traditions do seem very weird. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, the reason I am writing is I need some dating relationship advice. Well, non-dating, non-relationship advice is really a better way of putting it. I seem to always find myself in the same situations over and over again, and I Mm. really can't figure out what I'm doing wrong. I meet a guy, we start talking, hang out some, and things seem fine. Mm -hmm. Then a little while later, all of a sudden, they just quit any communication. Mm -hmm. I get ghosted. We did an episode on that. Yeah. Every damn time. Mm -hmm. This last time was the worst. We had been talking and hanging out for six months. I thought we were really making progress, and he seemed to like me. And then all of a sudden, nothing. Total ghosting. Mm -hmm. The worst part is we work for the same company. so i still have to see him a couple times a week and he acts like nothing happened typical he even still flirts with me super annoying what am i doing wrong why can't i get a guy to move past the we're talking point to the actual dating game i'm getting pretty old and unfortunately it's getting pretty old and unfortunately so am i guess how old she is she Um. goes okay i'm you want to guess 34. This bitch is 29. Oh, God. Relax. But still, but I will say, any advice is better than what I'm getting now. Yeah, you're right. In, in, s- in the deep south, 29, s- she's like, she should probably kill herself. South. I get it.
0: Um. <laughs> so I obviously have a lot of questions. I know. Because, I have a couple of questions, okay. but I think we can still help
1: her. Well, also, let's say what our questions are, because maybe she'll have something to look at. My first question is... I could almost guarantee that if I were to sit down in a room with this girl and have some more pointed questions about the guys she's going after, it, yes. they would all have a pattern. They would have something And in she common. would be able to determine what that is mm-hmm. and then change. Yes. Right? Change what she's going <laughs> after. Correct. Yes. Have you? I don't know if you've ever heard this. I've had many people say this to me and I had to fix it about myself, is your picker is broken. Mm. You know, like if you are finding... And, and I had this problem in that... I mean, I hate to get like super therapizy, but many people will say, look at your relationship with your dad. What was going on there? Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely found that I was going for men. I'm trying to think how this like correlated. You know, d- my dad was like a bit of a rager, but mm-hmm. he, I was totally a daddy's girl. Like, you know, and so I would sometimes find myself in these relationships with men that, just weren't necessarily nice to me. Mm -hmm. And even though that was, and it's weird because not that my dad wasn't nice to me. So I don't know, but still I found the correlation when I did look back at my dad, but um, that even if they weren't nice to me, I ignored those signs and thought, but I know that they love me. And maybe that was part of like the raging thing, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like, Oh, even though he's like sort of treating me this way, I'm just going to, Turn that around and say But I know that he loves me Right because obviously your dad did Right exactly and but so it's a different situation Totally And so I had to stop I sort of in my case I had to just review the facts Like this person is legitimately mean to you Yeah You have to not do that You know like you have to believe them mm-hmm. Actually fucking I'm like listen I'm not trying to make this whole episode about Oprah But she says that When somebody shows you their true colors Believe, believe them Yeah You know and I would always sort of brush it aside Like oh but I know they had a hard day No oh, I know he's- No you know, if he they're saying you
0: know you know, and and also this goes for men and women too relationships. Like if somebody says to you right off the bat, I'm not looking for anything mm-hmm. serious, they're not. They're definitely not. And they're not gonna change. Right. And you're gonna feel like, but we got closer, you know. Yeah. Now, this may not be this woman's right. situation. It's hard to say. Um, I also would say something for her to think about too is um, even though you're saying out loud, I want a relationship and I want to be dating someone and all of this, um, are you maybe going after people, you know, you can't have right because that feels safer, right? Somehow. Like do you
1: have some sort of, um, relationship phobia or yeah, something like, like that this way like fear instead of commitment of, uh-huh, or,
0: and this way instead of having to be like yeah I have a fear of commitment you're picking these men that are emotionally unavailable and able to say they just don't want me and they disappear right. <laughs> so that's something to think about right
1: and I think that's the thing I always think it's important once a pattern is identified, there's something you can do about it. Yes. You know, so Where are you meeting them? How soon are you sleeping with them? Uh huh. Yeah. And I hate to say that that might be part of it, but I mean, granted she says this guy six months, but six months if is she, a long time. I, my, I guess the best advice we could give without knowing all the details is for her herself to sit down and try to identify what the pattern is mm-hmm. either with her of when I get to this point in the relationship I do this or whatever that is, Mm -hmm. or with the men of, oh, they all have this one thing in common.
0: And also, let me ask you about this. Do you think, because we live out here in LA and I feel like we have a lot of friends, you know, on the older, but certainly older than this woman. For sure. She's a child. I know. I mean, she's not a child, but she's young. She has so much time uh, to figure all of this out. But um, we know a lot of people certainly older than her that are still single and looking, Mm -hmm. you know, and so. Part of me is like, do you think that once you've kind of been hanging out with someone or seeing them for a while, like to me, six months is a long time. right? And I I hope we hear from some men. Does it chase you away if someone were to say, hey, listen, I am not just looking for... A fuck buddy Mm -hmm. you know uh i'm looking for companionship and something that could turn into something long term so if you're not interested in that then i might need to move my wagon i think the problem with that is it doesn't even seem like she's getting there yet because she's not saying but shouldn't she have in six months
1: sure however I also think like in one of the patterns and maybe maybe that is her issue is because she's not doing that because she's not saying oh I keep breaking up with people she's saying they ghosted me which is even harder because do you think
0: that it would cause them to ghost her if earlier on she was just flat out said I'm looking for a relationship well I
1: definitely think it would bring some clarity to Mm -hmm. the to the situation which is obviously what she's lacking and Mm -hmm. maybe it's because she is playing that gray area of of, oh, you know, we dated, and we're it's just like casual. maybe she's kind of making assumptions about what is going on in the relationship, right? And because she hasn't added that clarity, she views it as ghosting, and they view it as like, oh, that was just like a it casual was just fling. A thing. We
0: never made it. That's
1: actually really good advice. I I think that maybe that's a good way to start the next relationship is to bring the clarity in the beginning. And I never I've told the story about how I hit under my desk once I had once I had to g chat a guy. Oh, this sounds like a date. <laughs> yes, yeah, I do exactly. remember that. So, you know, and that was an example of where I, and, and that was definitely a pattern of mine was I was kind of letting these relationships just happen to me. And then they were, in my case, what happens is I have sex with people and then they're like, oh God, we would never date. And I'm like, okay, I know, I know. <laughs> and so I always thought that once we had sex, that meant we were in a relationship. Turns but they out, didn't nope,
0: that. And so i that's what I like. I think a lot of people are afraid to gain that clarity because they're like, what if this person leaves? And the fact of the matter is, would you rather them kind of walk off now or wait six right. months? Right. And to it where sounds like she's in like, a point
1: where she wants the clarity. Yes. And for me, what was ridiculous is I was too afraid to ask them if we were like dating, but I had no problem sleeping with them. Mm-hmm. So I was I was more willing to take all of my clothes off and let a man enter me than I was to just say, um, are we i read dating like I was yeah. just, it's crazy because it's like i didn't and i think because you're building yourself up to the rejection you are you know
0: rejection really sucks it's hard but doesn't it suck worse to like have get an six A- months std in? yeah oh i get oops, it we oh sorry no books. is that not? we were reading different books <laughs> oh got it sorry <laughs> doesn't it suck more to get ghosted doesn't that totally. hurt worse than an initial like oh cool, we weren't yeah that's i think oh, we're God. saying the same thing
1: <laughs> 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 Oh, Allison! All I'm saying is ask if they've been tested. That's all I'm saying.
0: I don't know what. Where? How did this happen? Clarity. This is a totally reasonable scenario. You're right. A plus B equals <laughs> But
1: I think that's the the thing is we want this girl to go out, bring some clarity to her next meeting whatever you don't have to do it on your first date no but on your
0: third maybe yeah in the time where you would usually sleep with
1: the person instead have this conversation yeah so for me it's like after dinner
0: (laughs) yeah and i think that people are afraid it's gonna scare someone away and maybe sometimes it does yeah but also she can be like look dude i'm only 29 totally i ain't looking to get married tomorrow and have four babies right but i want to be in a serious committed relationship yeah there's There's nothing nothing wrong with with that that. (gasps) Oh, that was magic. We just had some AWP magic. You weren't talking about dicks or STIs. And I was. STDs. What's an STI? Oh, I think that's the British way of saying it. (laughs) I've been listening to a lot of British. Fectually transmitted inversion. Infection. Okay. Got it. I'm really British right now because of all the podcasts. Is that your accent, Dana? You? Is that your accent? No, Why are you adorable. pulling your
1: sweater off?
0: <laughs> what is <laughs> happening? Have you listened to my dad wrote a porno? No. Oh, my God. They're British. They're so good. Uh, it's just so good. I mean, it's and making you take I your talked. sweater off? No, I just want to talk like them. I feel like they're constantly adorable. All right, let's just hear it
1: really quick, and then we have to read the next question. But let's hear example of your British accent.
0: Oh, so like this, I, I'm not good at it. I know, but Here's that's a why funny I want to From their podcast, like this guy reads this erotic fiction uh-huh. that his dad wrote, which mm-hmm. is mortifying to me. Okay. Like I would feel like I had creepy crawlies all over me mm-hmm. and sometimes he does and that's what makes it so funny. Mm-hmm. And him and his two friends make fun of it and point things out that are crazy. So like one time, one of the erotic fictions, it was like he, um, Mr. Whatever, you know, reached inside of Belinda and... <laughs> put his hand in her cervix like I'm sorry is this your accent? yes what? wait is it? (laughs) I don't think so (laughs) okay I would have to have something to read I can't just do it here read this question is it one we've already done? okay hi girls first I want to say that I love your (laughs) podcast I remember and listen to it I made you do this (laughs) before (laughs) you sound like Pip (laughs) of the Pig I'm getting better no you're not (laughs) and she goes stop saying
1: i like quote dana all the that I was I the them. most bananas, bananas fucking tangent i can't help it i'm, just, I'm obsessed. i don't with think they're context. gonna have you if you're supposed to read something in an english accent because you're not <laughs> capable
0: i know but they wouldn't they would want me for my american mouth and what would you do on their podcast love them <laughs> <laughs> yes do i you think, think it's they severe. would like us No,
1: most people don't. I'll tell you, though, if one of us is going to stalk people on the Internet, it's definitely me. And remember, I stalked that other girl who still won't pay attention to us. Jen Jen Sincero. Sincero. I don't get why. Will you stalk? Will you stalk? I will. I'm going to do both of them this week. (gasps) Yay. Yeah. I I love I'll probably do it when we get off the They're going to be like, who are are these two
0: weirdos that have a Why do you have to include
1: me as a weirdo? This is your weird Pip of the Pig situation. (laughs)
0: Jesus. (laughs) My dad wrote a porno
1: i think that's dana's way of plugging it yeah it is a <laughs> plugging sort of like I'm... a porno thing too so that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. Ah, so that girl we want to hear what happens after you ask for clarity yeah i think that's important this is a question from a man <gasps> okay i don't like to brag but it is hi my wife and i have three awesome kids in four. Oh, my wife and I had three awesome kids in four years oh. we've been married for eight years the issue is that she has lost nearly all interest in sex or talking with me Aww. she it would happens. rather have a glass of wine or watch Netflix or sleep than have sex with me she never initiates tired. I know she listen let me okay. read the question okay. before you a- answer it Sorry. she brings her work home every night and talks to her co-works into the late night so we don't spend much time together and when we have sex which is totally amazing I don't think she's really into it to it. I think she pretty much does it because she feels guilty. She's beautiful, and I love her. On weekends, I try to take the kids outside so she can sleep in and rest. I asked her if we could open the relationship so that we could meet our needs elsewhere and still keep our beautiful family intact. She told me that she would castrate me if I fooled around with another person. I'm sexually unfulfilled. Weeks go by. Weeks. I'm not asking if it's okay to cheat. I know it isn't, but Jesus, what else do I do? If I want to see my kids every day And keep a relationship going with a person That isn't attracted or interested in me anymore Internet porn makes me feel skeezy Good for you Over the years we have done date nights and weekends away The sex gets better when we do that But then we When we return it disappears Mm -hmm. Sorry about Dana's shoulder (laughs) (laughs) That's nice It was nice And then he wrote his name and then said Please keep this anonymous so I'm not going to read his name Right Um I I have some thoughts. (laughs) Oh, okay. Do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We both do. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we won't agree, but ahead. I don't know. I would say at least like if someone was trying to have sex with me, i.e. my husband. Now, granted, we have one child and not 17 or whatever it was. (laughs) The best way to get your wife to have sex with you is to start. And I'm not saying you're not doing this. Maybe you are. I'm sorry. We don't have all the information. Helping. Do fucking everything you can. Clean a bathroom. Mm -hmm. Cook a fucking meal. Mm -hmm. You know, because I think sometimes, and this is a problem I think in a lot of relationships, not just one with children... We don't get to see what our partner is doing all the time. And then as a result, we feel that we're doing more because we only see what we're doing. And my guess is she's fucking exhausted. And she feels like he's not doing enough. That's right. And while weekends away and date nights are great, they don't help with what is happening in your fucking house every day. Mm -hmm. So what... And if you don't know what those things are... Ask her. Go to your wife and say i know we have a lot going on around here and i know that sometimes you just do everything without even thinking do you think we can make a list so that i can take some on take take on some of the responsibilities because people fall into roles accidentally like do you do the laundry? You know, just like do a checklist. Do you do the laundry? If you're like, yeah, I totally do. Great. Do you take out the garbage? Yeah, I totally do. How many nights a week do you cook a meal? And on the weekends, she's probably needing to make breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right. you know, for the kids. And like, are they eating at different times? Wipe and off like,
0: the toilet after you pay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, where can you help? And my guess is once you have a very clear division of labor at home, she's not going to be so exhausted. And the second part of that is to you know, look to see, are you providing emotional support?
0: Yeah. Because all of those things are going to make her feel special. Exactly. Because a woman has a harder time feeling sexual. And also less tired. Yeah. A woman has a harder time feeling, feeling sexual when she doesn't have like, I think in the five love languages, they talk about a woman's love tank being full. Yeah. So doing those things to help her out, lets her know that you appreciate and know -hmm. Everything that she does, and it may not be an immediate jump your bones, but she's going to notice it immediately. And I think guys sometimes too are afraid that, well, if I start doing something, she's going to expect too much and take advantage or what, (laughs) you know. And that's not going to happen. This guy doesn't sound like he's he's like a nice guy, but But that's not going to happen. And I know that because my husband did this recently, and it was incredible. He's mm -hmm. never done this in the whole fifteen years we've been Mm -hmm. married. He said. Um I feel like I should be doing something. I'm not sure what it is. Mm-hmm. Is there something that I could do for you that you would like? Right. And I was like, actually, yeah, do you think you could just start cleaning out the back closet? Right. And yeah, and it's not said, anything. Yeah, sure. Right. So then the next day, he did the same thing. He said, "I feel like I should be doing something. I don't know what I should mm-hmm. be doing. You know, is there something I can do?" And I said, "No, honey. Today, What you can do for me is just spend quality time with our son. Right. So it like it's not like you're gonna they're gonna take advantage of you Mm -hmm. or the weight is gonna shift it so drastically that it becomes imbalanced in a different way. Um, And I would also say, dude, you guys had three kids. (sighs) in what three years in four years which four means years. she was
1: pregnant for like four years she was years. pregnant for
0: four years Yeah, and had little tinies for four years straight <sighs> like that's a lot and in a marriage it's a long journey yeah you know and things are going to wane they're, they're going to wax and she's wane
1: she's probably terrified last time she had sex with you she got pregnant
0: yeah and, <laughs> and it doesn't mean that you don't love each other she doesn't want to I would be real careful about bringing up the open relationship yeah, that's maybe clearly a you should a definitely culture. have written us before you fucking
1: <laughs> before came up you with that, that idea you it, <laughs> Unless he yeah. was real
0: sure she was into that. <laughs> Doesn't seem like
1: she was, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and I think um, that's the thing is sometimes it's like the problem isn't always... There's a girl that I know that speaks sometimes But like it's this idea of like The problem isn't always what it looks like Basically you yeah. know so like your thing is You think the problem is your sex life So you want to communicate with your wife about your sex life Right but that's chances are That's not what her problem is her problem. Exactly yeah. and and her other problems that she's having Are making her not want to have sex with you Yes Because she's tired because she's work, Because she's overwhelmed because It sounds like too. You may not you have know three it. kids and she's working full time And we're not I'm not trying to say oh, she, you know, worked harder because she had these three kids. But listen, no. motherfucker, she worked harder because she had the fucking kids. Well, and it also doesn't,
0: it he, takes a toll on you and how you not feel about what yourself. what it is. He's, it might be one really specific thing. Oh, totally. Like, I had a rant in one of our previous episodes about my husband not wiping the toilet. Right, right. It's such a small, tiny, easy thing. And he had no idea ever. That you were feeling
1: like totally disrespected that I was so when you saw That I was it. Right, right.
0: So like getting into that i guarantee you the problem is not their sex life right. i'm sure she's super attracted to him mm-hmm. and you know all of these things and then i'll also say too on the more sexual side try some things that are a little different
1: mm-hmm. but maybe mm-hmm. not adding a third person you third psycho. person don't do that but like
0: just saying i recognize that maybe you don't you know feel like it and you're tired so i'm See, gonna make I even a disagree with stop you. it okay I'm going to make a mold of my penis. Oh. So that vibrates. So that when I'm not around, Dana, if you're feeling it. No. This why guy- not? Because
1: he needs to be doing the but dishes she, not going to the dick mold store and getting it on mul- amazon and why do you know so house? much about
0: this it's all over the internet no, i've never heard of it <laughs> good god it's My, so easy i think and then once she starts feeling a little more sexual I'm, i mean i'm t- kind of kidding about that but no, like she's not she like it really has a dick mold for you she wants to get no you. you're crazy <laughs> but i'm saying like do things a little different try some and if she's not in the mood say i get it can i just touch you and like just see if you can like I'll be honest I can be convinced mm. I can be like not in the mood guy mm-hmm. and then he's like sure are you sure mm-hmm. and I'm like no no <laughs> no and then it's on I don't
1: always masturbate through this whole show no
0: I don't about my I actually marriage. disagree with
1: Dana Shocker of all shocks I think you need to try 20 other things Before you bring up your sex life again And that is largely due to the fact That you recently suggested to your wife That you have an open relationship <laughs> I, will say that that's I think you need to take a step back From the sex talk for a second And in She's aware that there's a yeah, lack she, of sex Well she sure. definitely got the message When you said you wanted to have oh, sex man, with other rough. people <laughs> So I want you to regroup I want you to get back in there I want you to start to do some chores around the house I want you to have some compassion for your wife and I know it's annoying because you're like why doesn't she have compassion for me I'm sitting here fucking masturbating with her I get it I support you but the way to you having a hard dick in a fucking vagina is to have some compassion and do some chores around the house if every time you take the garbage out just think about your dick getting sucked and you'll be more likely to do the things around the house that you don't want to do Now, maybe you're going to email me back and tell me that you do all the fucking shit. And and then we can have another conversation, anonymous man. (sighs) But until then, I want you to think of every household chore as like... An open and moist vagina that you're.
0: Oh my god! I have to stop. I have to stop you. I wouldn't say I completely disagree with you, but I also can understand from his point of view because I've talked about before. Like I have seasons, like right (laughs) seasons of sex. Yes, and so. Oh boy, that's for our musical theater fans. But so I, I do want this guy to know. I, I do understand, like having the lack of intimacy with this person that you love. Or just even intimacy, period, it can wear on you. Yeah, we so get it. I do.
1: You're totally that. in the right to want to have sex with your Absolutely. partner. That's not a weird thing to no, want. It's we not. just think there's a better way for you to get there yes. than to talk about your, basically, I mean, because think about it. When you're overworked and you're run down, the it's last thing you want assignment. is some, exactly, somebody yeah. coming up to you being like, and you're not having sex with your husband enough. Like, I know that's not what you're saying, but that's no. probably what she's hearing. Right. So take the garbage out. Write us back when you get your dick sucked We can't wait to hear about it Oh my god What? This is
0: so much Why?
1: Why? Um, Dana, you said you had an absolute urst And I want to hear it
0: Oh my god, it's so short too. Oh great! Yeah, this this you're gonna be like, no, this sounds like a normal day with Dana. Sometimes I will write the stupid things I do on my Facebook and the hashtag it, dumb things Dana does. Okay. (laughs) So the other night, this is crazy. I went to do an improv show at eleven o'clock. That is not. It was like I was twenty four again. Yikes! It was sort of crazy, and I was like, Why did I say I would do this? I know. Anyway. And then on my way there, I got stuck in the 101. Mm-hmm. There was an accident or something. They had Probably shut down. I you didn't leave on time, but okay. I left a little bit late. Uh-huh. You're right. But they had <laughs> shut down a, a portion of the 101. Okay. So I ended up having to get off the freeway and back on and whatever. So I was late, but there was a uh, first half to the ship. Yeah. So I did actually make it. But when I got there, I was like rushing, trying to get inside. Literally, I dumped my entire purse. <laughs> And you've seen my purse. Yeah. I mean. Oh, we have a video of my kid going through it, actually. We should post She loves to go through through it. I mean,
1: and it's literally like a fucking clown car. There's like a lot of shit in there. (laughs) Uh
0: I dumped my entire purse, hit my head on the steering wheel, and popped the trunk at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And I was so mad and I was talking to my real therapist. Don't. I'm your real therapist. Why do you say that? Uh, My other therapist yesterday. uh, And I was like, and here I was just trying to like make it and just do something fun for myself. And all (laughs) of a sudden I dumped my (laughs) purse, hit my head on the street well and popped the drum. Why do you talk
1: to your therapist in that voice? (laughs) And
0: She laughed
1: at me. Yeah, she did. (laughs) Of course she did.
0: And I just looked at her. I wasn't expecting it. And she goes, oh, Dana. She goes, I mean, just the way you tell it is funny i was like no but that's what really happened <laughs> i would
1: reason that you need to uh manage your time better and leave earlier and so you're not so frazzled no, but it, i would have gotten stuck in that car accident anyway who's to say um
0: maybe it i need to carry me this... less in my purse <laughs> it d- maybe you need a fanny pack that can go with your garter belt i hate that voice you get when you're like <laughs> i've solved your problem and it's the craziest thing ever <laughs> Where you're like, oh, my God, we should move into an ant community and dig holes to live in. And that makes no sense.
1: Just as a side note Because I think this should be made clear If you I know we like Abruptly moved on To this section of our show We have this thing in our show We're called Absolute yours Because we feel like If we all tell each other Like these Worst stories That have happened to us There's like a a level of solidarity That Somebody can always (laughs) Relate Right We'll all feel better About ourselves So not only do we want to help Solve your problems But we also just want to have a moment Where we realize Like we're all kind of Falling apart And there's like A lot of solace in that so if you want to reach out to us in any capacity about anything or if you feel like you know what that's not a good solution i've got a better one we want to hear it so you can email us at absolute worst podcast at gmail.com if you want to be super duper anonymous you can go through our website absolute worst podcast.com and there's a little section there called contact we're also on instagram facebook and twitter all of which have direct messaging you can message us through anywhere you can fucking write us a letter, although I guess I don't have a P.O. box, so I take it back. Um, so, yeah, that's what's happening. Um, and then also, if you want to rate us and review us on iTunes, we really like it. That
0: helps us get, you know... We've
1: had some hilarious reviews on there, too, it does. which Dana I love, sporadically posts I love on love Instagram. To post,
0: yeah, I love to post our It's reviews. really good. But also, rating and review us helps us get more notice and grow our audience. So that Oprah can finally notice us, basically. So that we can continue doing the show. I have awesome. another... Oh, right, exactly.
1: I have another... Um, absolute yours from somebody that wrote in. Okay. It was 2007 and my brother was helping me move from Santa Monica to Washington, D.C. We had just finished loading on the... loading up the trailer, we were hauling with my car and set on the road. We stopped for gas and there was a Wendy's across the street. He said he was going to walk to get a meal, though I offered to drive him after I finished filling up. I watched him cross the street in the crosswalk and trip over himself. He limped back to the car and told me he thought he broke his foot. I said, no way. It's probably a sprain. You just tripped over your own foot and there was nothing in your way. Suck it up and let's stop and get ice. So we stopped for ice and he elevated his foot on the dash. His foot was badly swollen and he said, my foot looked like a potato I think I need a doctor I offered to take him To a doctor then But he refused And said let's just Keep going We drove all the way To D.C. Stopped at the Grand Canyon Enjoyed some sights Then finally arrived In D.C. My mom and stepdad Met us and helped Unload my things While my brother Kicked back Which I was slightly Annoyed with Because I still Couldn't believe He sprained his foot 20 minutes into Our road trip My mom took him To the doctor The next day And it turned out His foot was broken In three places oh my And gosh. required
0: surgery Yeah because he walked on it for a little bit. That is the I mean, can you imagine when people are like, "Why
1: did you have to have major ankle surgery?" and he's like, "Oh, I was going to get a fucking spicy chicken sandwich at Wendy's <laughs> and I fucking twisted my ankle." Ouchie. I have never been hungrier by the way. I desperately need a spicy chicken sandwich uh, now.
0: That's brutal. I broke my leg once and my dad was, you know, he was a fireman and he did the rescue. I'm sorry. Your dad was a fireman? How did you not know this? How have we never talked
1: about this? Yeah, my dad was a fireman. I need a pen. We up. have to footnote this because I have so many fireman
0: stories. You do? Yes! Oh, funny. Most people that know me personally do know that because I'm always like, oh, fireman. Wow. Okay, yeah. sorry. Keep going. Um, But I broke my leg. My dad was like, it's not broken. It's not broken. So I walked on it for three days and finally I was like, I got to go to the doctor. It was broken. And because I had walked on it for three days... Um, the bones in my ankle and my foot had separated. Oh, my God. So they had to bones. wait until everyone was gone, which should have been a clue to me. My dad held my foot in the air while they pushed all my bones back together oh so that God. they wouldn't have to do surgery. That's disgusting. I know. I have a lot of bone issues.
1: I know. Did I? I no, I can't remember. Here's here in your defense. Did I ever tell my broken leg story?
0: Uh, you broke your, when you were drunk and you broke something. No, but you, do you know if we told it on the podcast or you just it? I'm pretty sure story. we did. Cause you drug, cause like, I was horrified that you drug yourself out to the to, porch smoke a to smoke a cigarette. I don't
1: know if this exists. I'm pretty sure. Because it then does. sometimes you get it confused and think that I told it.
0: But okay, well let's ask our listeners. Yeah, if since you've we heard don't my- have a producer besides <laughs> us, you guys can be our. Producer. <laughs> if you've ever
1: heard my broken leg story, and also like I don't like to brag, but it is called the Alison Royer trilogy because there's a it's a three part story. So if you've ever heard this story, sounds-
0: like the worst <laughs> <It's> get together <laughs> ever come over to my house you guys <laughs> oh, she's gonna tell us part two of the trilogy <laughs> if you've ever if you've heard, heard the alice Monopoly, trilogy
1: on this show tell us and if you haven't i'll tell it later but
0: you have to be someone that's listened to every episode
1: why oh right
0: i get yeah. It. well why? yeah why would somebody why would somebody respond and say that they would had... be like i've never heard it it's like when you go to yahoo answers and somebody asks a question and they're like i don't know and you're like why did you respond <laughs> why then? do you spend so much time
1: on yahoo answers well, that when you we have first like i
0: started this podcast i had to look for questions a couple of times Dana, why are you revealing all of our secrets do you want me to edit this out oh my god
1: I'm going to read another Yourst Jesus Oh he says This is in response To bad jobs Which Dana's Very bad at jobs <laughs> I think that's Our third episode Okay he says I don't consider this A bad job But I think a lot Of people would before I moved to Chicago to be an actor, I was a funeral director in <gasps> Louisville, Kentucky. I don't...
0: Deep oh, South. That's interesting. I worked for a small funeral. Now, you said you always wanted to do that, right? Well, I wanted to be work in the coroner's office, but it so seems creepy. to me he may have had more interaction with families. <sighs> I worked them. for a small funeral home on the west side. My coworkers
1: were a guy who called himself a pastor and a guy who was a cokehead. Okay. My boss owned the apartments next door to the funeral home and I lived in one of the apartments. The Pastor worked nights in the funeral home. He would occasionally call me up and pretend like we had a body to pick up.
0: Why? This is getting incredible. <laughs> so on this
1: particular night, it was a Friday night. I got off work at five p.m. and went home and had a few drinks. He put in parentheses. I might have smoked some weed too. Maybe. Oh, with my boss before he left for the oh, day. God. <laughs> <laughs> The pastor called me up around seven p.m. and told me that we had to pick up. Oh, that we had a pickup and that the woman weighed 400 pounds. I just knew he was lying. Yeah. Then he went on to say that our boss was in jail. At that's, at this point, he's wasting my time, but he ass- assured me that he wasn't kidding. So I called my boss's wife, who confirmed everything. So we had a pickup of a 400-pound woman, and all three of us had to go. So me, the pastor, and the cokehead get into the Hertz and drive <laughs> out to... Wait, how did he get out of jail? <laughs> starts and drive out to the suburbs to get this lady mind you we have all been drinking and or snorting cork even the pastor is coke snorting so excited (laughs) we had all been drinking and snorting coke and me probably a little bit high what we said the pastor called himself a pastor (laughs) that's true we get out to the subdivision and we couldn't find the house we're riding round and round the Neighborhood in a Hurts, looking for the house Eventually we are being Followed by a car who turns out to be The family they went out looking For us so they could help us find the house What? What we get there and see That it's a split level home so you have To climb stairs to get to the living room The woman was sitting on the couch Dead we looked at each other and Tried to figure out how we were going to Move the body we finally brought The gurney in and slid the body Off the couch and onto the cot We got the body to the stairs and got her her halfway down, <laughs> but then she got stuck and she wouldn't budge. So we had to call the fire department. Oh no! They initially thought that we were joking, but they checked with the coroner and f- coroner and found that we were telling the truth. When they got there, we all strategized on how we could get her out. We finally decided to collapse the gurney so she'd slide off with the sheet under her. Then we grabbed the sheet and slid her all the way out the door. We put the gurney on the ground and then all of us—that's ten. Fireman, me, the pastor, and the cokehead picked up the sheet and put her on the gurney. Then we wheeled her to the Hertz and put her in. When we got her to the funeral home, the pastor and I had to prepare the body be- because as I stated earlier, my boss was in jail. So there's a different body. That's a different That's boss. not the okay, pastor okay. and the cokehead. Yeah, yeah. Turns out he got picked up for a DUI.
0: Oh my. There is so this is a bloomin' <laughs> onion of a story. <laughs> i can't i don't even know where to start first of all he does do part of what i find fascinating okay they prepare the bodies okay which I, that is interesting i
1: guess make. what i don't understand is this normal protocol for when a body like you call the funeral
0: home and they yeah, can I think, get the body yeah if they're haven't you ever seen little miss sunshine <sighs> i think if they're dead um the funeral home will transport them i just thought it was ever. always like the police she didn't have to go to the hospital or anything. So they might as well just transport her straight to where she's going because she oh was already God. dead. That's how it works. Uh, okay. All I'm thinking about is um, it's not an emergency situation. That <laughs> Great
1: point. point. I'm also thinking of Gilbert Grape because that kind of happened to her, right? Except not really. I don't want to yeah.
0: spoil the ending for anybody <laughs> the- Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Let's not talk about that movie from the 90s if you haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> It is a great film, so if you haven't, please go see it. It was made in the
1: 90s. <laughs> I, I mean, is this, is drug use rampant in funeral homes? Like, is that a know. thing? I don't know, I mean... Maybe. You're dealing with an awful lot of sad people and sad things. It might be Kentucky. It could be all of those things. I like that the guy called himself a pastor. Now, does that mean that he was, like, coked up doing, like, the homily?
0: Maybe he, in the past, had a congregation (laughs) that had since kind of Or maybe that's, like, his street name. Do you know what I mean? How they're like, like, ooh, it's the pastor. pastor. (laughs) Like, that's a... (laughs) that's a really holy pimp i don't think <laughs> yeah i don't think this guy in T- kentucky worked. i also don't totally home.
1: understand who the third like ominous boss was because i was
0: thought, he was in jail but i thought we covered all the bosses which is the no, pastor he worked the, with the pastor and the coke oh, and then the, and the, then boss, the boss owned the apartment building yeah that's incredible and <laughs> also amazing. like god can you imagine trying to like Be respectful and still you're, like, trying to... Which it sounds like they really did. Like, even in their, like, super high state, they They didn't just, like... And you think about, like, obviously this was a very, very large person and they're dead. And that's why we have that, you know, dead weight. It's just, like, so much heavier. I never. You're right. Yeah. I have to look up eating crow while you're doing that. Oh, okay. But I, it's it had to have been like one of those situations that's just so horrific you just want to laugh, but you can't. (laughs) Not to mention the families there, like right. That's what I'm saying. You have to be respectful. Do you think they were, like, crying? I don't know. Eating crow
1: is a colloquial idiom used in English-speaking countries that means humiliation by admitting having been proven wrong after taking a strong position. Crow is presumably foul-tasting in the same way that being proven wrong might be emotionally hard to swallow.
0: Yeah, so see, what I just learned is I am slowly turning. English. (laughs)
1: I don't think i need a neva's corner um, i really don't think i need one
0: i don't think so i don't think you went off the rails too much you did say diving into a vagina but, but, but it was in a way that i was trying to help somebody so
1: i think that neva would agree that i'm allowed to use do
0: you think i need
1: a Nevis corner? No, I think you need to apologize to those poor Englishmen that have a podcast <laughs> that you butchered. I love their podcast, right? But then you tried to inti- imitate it, nice. and and I don't think you did a very like. I feel like if people are listening to our podcast, and that UK. was the only window into the other
0: people's <laughs> podcast,
1: that maybe they're not going to listen to it.
0: No, don't let me ruin your life. I don't have that
1: much power. Great point. Yeah. So we're gonna stalk some people this week. Yeah. We're going to um i don't know maybe get some feedback from some of the questions that we answered i have
0: a feedback from somebody that i forgot to send to you so i'll do that Uh, this isn't how it works but all right let's hear it oh right now oh no i don't know then why would you bring it up oh okay i just was trying to remind listen we're just a bunch of friends hanging out why can't you (laughs) why can't you because there needs to be structure all right and there needs to be
1: order okay this has been the absolute worst podcast thank you so much for listening god allison you can follow us on um instagram facebook and twitter and you can um. always send us your question <laughs> i can't find it thank you so much for listening please rate us and review us say bye to dana everyone
0: allison, what i love uh, you bye bye